Hey everyone, thanks for joining us on the Good News Podcast. This is an episode that Katrina and I offer that really gets real. It gets deep. It gets into an experience that we we had several years back where I went through a, a, a depression, a funk, a, a tough time. And it was it was hard. And many people these days are going through these kinds of things. So we thought this would be a great conversation to bring back. We hope it helps you, that you might find some resources, some honesty that might encourage you to do whatever you need to do to be healthy and get well. But whatever that is, wherever you're at, please know God is with you and with us in this and all things. Thanks for joining us. Let's dive in. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Good News Podcast. This is episode number nine. I can hardly believe it. We're going to take a couple of weeks to focus on mental wellness because it is a stressful time in our world right now with this pandemic. We're heading to Christmas, and we just believe it's a really important topic for us to just take some time with to, to enter into. And I got to tell you, this is not a new topic for NBUC. I remember years ago, like years ago, probably 15 years ago at a board retreat where someone said, I really think we need to help people who struggle with mental health. And so since then, it's continued to grow in our church's life. And this is all part of that. Today, we have a very special guest, my wife, Katrina, as we share a story about my own experience around depression. And I got to tell you, I'm both scared and excited to share this today. But let's dive in. I probably should. I, re- I forgot that we were still family. I'm looking at Matt going like this. <laughs> Actually, it'd be really good, but yeah. Sorry, Colin. I forgot that we were just going to continue. That's funny. Okay. okay. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Welcome, everyone. So glad you could join us today. And Katrina, thanks for being a part of this. Well, thank uh, you for having me absolutely. on your podcast. You can come anytime. Very exciting. But, but this is a very personal conversation today. And uh, i got to tell you, um, as I said in the intro, a little, little scared of this one. Um, but uh, let's, uh, let's chat. You know, there's, there's something called a stigma around sharing real people's experiences around depression, anxiety, mental health. And uh, so I'm, I'm going to share a bit of my story today. And, and it's, it's kind of nice for Katrina to, to be here for you to share your experience of that as well. Because when you're going through something like this, anything in life, really, it's mm-hmm. not just um, one person. You, you, you experience it together as a couple, as, as a family. And for many people uh, who are, will be listening to this, you will maybe not be the one who's experienced depression or anxiety, but you might be the one supporting that person. And it's just as challenging. It's just as, it's just as hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think it's um, wonderful that you are able to, even though you're a little bit scared um, to, to talk about it and share your experience um, because there are a lot of people that have that experience and, and it's always helpful to know it, that you're not alone. You're yeah. not the only one. Yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely. And, and we'll talk a bit about how that happened when I shared it on a Sunday morning, just a year and a half ago or so. But at some point in this conversation, we could talk, why is it so hard to talk? Like, like, I guess even for myself, like, why am I so reluctant? This is so funny. Like, it's not funny, but it's funny that <laughs> I wouldn't even call it a depression. So I always called it a, a, a little funk. In fact, not only would I call it a, a funk, but I called it a little funk because I just didn't want to admit that 
um, I don't know that I wasn't right. Yeah. I and know. I think I think part of it was ego and pride and and you know, I'm I'm Jamie. Like I, yeah, I got exactly. everything together. Well, it's your personality. I'm like I'm in control. I can I control things. I'm yeah. positive. I'm happy. And so these are very foreign feelings. So if I just ignore them, then perhaps they'll go away. You know, like that's probably yeah. going through your mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. And I think there's fear as well. Like the fear of I don't, I don't, I don't want to name it that because it can't be that serious. It, it's just it, it's it's going to go away. It, it's it's going to be you know yeah. It's not it's not that bad. I'm I I, I just I think I was afraid to even even admit it that this was mm -hmm. happening. And uh, mm -hmm, yeah, yeah. So let's let's review. Let's revisit it back. This is this is probably mm. eight to ten years ago yeah. now. And uh, I um, I knew I needed to be off work for a little bit. Mm -hmm. So we we called it as a church. We called it a sabbatical, um, which was helpful <laughs> for a guy that didn't want to admit that he was going right. through yeah. uh, you know, funk. Even at that point, I wasn't willing to admit, uh, let mm -hmm. alone a, a depression. But I I had I. Had, Two to three months off, and and um, we called it a, a sabbatical because, as a minister, I'm allowed to have a sabbatical every certain number of years, right. and it was it was well in time for for that to happen. Um, but uh, I, th I think partly um, looking back, there was signs that I wasn't well, and and probably good to talk about those signs there because I think I think sometimes mm -hmm. people wonder um, how do you know or uh, yeah, what, what what do you do with with this? And and for me, there were a whole bunch of signs. Like one was I remember waking up one day, and like I had tingles in in my arms, like mm -hmm. and it was like a very physical kind of thing. And and that was okay. This isn't normal. And and I knew something wasn't wasn't right. Mm -hmm. um, I also remember not feeling confident. And I, but beyond but beyond the insecurity. That we all experience, everybody, yeah. right? And I would say I, that's probably what I noticed the most because there seemed to be over and over again and, and multiple conversations around different um, different moments about where you would be just beating yourself up over the way that something had gone at the church or even on a Sunday morning or... Um, or how you led a meeting, or and it it just never seemed to be very good. You just were never happy, never coming home feeling dejected about whatever that. And it was there were so many of those things. Mm -hmm. And and as much as I might try and encourage you, I could tell that it didn't yeah. it didn't matter. Like it it fell on deaf ears, yeah, really. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, the negativity, which also wasn't right, me, eh? totally not yeah, you, yeah. and not that even even when I'm healthy and and well um, and positive and and confident, I, I, like anyone else, like big time, I still have you know um, insecurities and and self doubt and those kinds mm -hmm. of things that are that are normal. Yeah. Um, which we'll we'll talk a bit about how how God can um, move into those cracks, if you will, and 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 bring healing mm -hmm. and, and wholeness. But at that time, it was taking oh, it over. Was, it was way. It was taking over. Yeah. Yeah. So you remember that too then eh? oh yeah. yeah yeah definitely um yeah because it as the as it continued you know it happens you know we have a, we might have a moment you know mm -hmm. one day one week where where we're just feeling pretty negative about ourselves or and that that can happen but this happened and 
So we kind of talked about it. I might have tried to encourage you. And then the next week, it was still happening. And I would try. And then it was still happening. Mm -hmm. And so it just became clear that for me, you know, I had to realize what was going on as well, because Mm. it's kind of like, wow, like, I can't even encourage you anymore. So I'm Mm. feeling like, wow, I'm, I'm, boy, what's, what's our relationship? What's happening between us? If, if, if I can't be the one to encourage you, Mm. if I can't pull you out of this. So it's a little bit of my own, I had to figure out what was going on and, and name it as well. But of course it, so it took a while, I think for For both of us to to realize, okay, this, okay, this, this is bigger than just having a yeah. bad day, having a bad week. Yeah. Um, you know, everybody has an off day, mm-hmm. um, you know, in, in, even in, in maybe you didn't do as good a job as you would have wanted, and, mm-hmm. you know, but this was like, like consistently over a period of exactly, time. Yeah. I don't even remember how long it was mm-hmm. before we realized, okay, something isn't right here. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember, I remember, oh, this is so, it just, I remember sitting down on a Sunday after preaching, after speaking, and my first thought would be, this is how negative I was. That's my last one. I'm never doing mm-hmm. this again. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, there was, yeah, I think a lot of it was definitely around Sunday mornings where you just didn't didn't feel like anybody was getting anything out of whatever you were saying. Mm-hmm. And I'd be like, what are you talking about? Like, yeah. I know you even if people did come up and yeah. and talk to you about it but it it was almost like every single person in this room didn't come and talk to me about it so therefore it must not have yeah. been good there was there was not ever going to be enough approval encouragement right. whatever you want to talk about from yeah. you or anybody else yeah to fill the hole we'll talk a bit more about that yeah. uh, around some counseling that, that and that's that where I it did. was just unrealistic yeah. right yeah. Like, like that's just not like, going to happen like to anybody liter- <laughs> this literally is is not making sense right now. And I think that's really important, mm-hmm. you know, because um, when, when you're experiencing this and, and I, I, I look back and I remember feeling this way. And I also hear this from people who are suffering from depression and anxiety um, when I'm talking with them um, is this doesn't make sense. Like, why do I feel this way when my life is so good? Really, mm-hmm. really now it's not cause I'm not feeling this way, but right. like I've got a, a, an amazing, beautiful wife. <laughs> I got, you know, awesome kids who I who I love we we got we got a roof you know we got a mm-hmm. great work that we get to do yep. um healthy like everything tick mm-hmm. tick 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 and so you feel like how can I possibly feel this way um and that's where it doesn't make sense because you're not right things aren't right you're not you're not well mm-hmm. I remember the one thing that was clear because so many things were unclear for me too mm-hmm. like just there were a number of other things going on, I think, that added to it. But I think normally, yeah. if I was healthy, I would have been okay. I could have handled some of the the challenges and the changes and just different things that were happening. But because I wasn't healthy, I wasn't able to. But I, I remember, and so many things were just not clear, confusing, mm-hmm. uncertain. Man, talk about the times that we're living in right now. <laughs> yeah. But one thing that I just knew was that God wanted me to be healthy. Like, I just remember that was just, Mm -hmm. that was a phrase, I I, I don't know if it was in a time of prayer or something I'd read. I I don't remember. I just remember Mm -hmm. that was like on the, like on my forehead from what I could see, like God wants me to be healthy and I got to do whatever I got to do to be healthy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And that led to taking some time off. Taking the time off because absolutely it was, it was necessary to get 
off the off the cycle. <laughs> we yeah. had to break the break the routine of what was happening and be able to have some space to to breathe and reflect yeah. and and take some different steps, which uh, you know, in one in particular led to um, getting some getting some counseling yeah. um, and just finding someone to talk to someone um, who could guide you a little bit and, and help you sort out where some of these things were coming from. Yeah. And, and that, that was really important. Mm -hmm. I'd never gone to count. I guess when, when we lost Lucas, we, we went, yeah, um, we did. I just went once. <laughs> <'Cause>, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You were good. You were I remember. Good after that. Well, yeah. I mean, part, part of what happened was I remember that, uh, the uh, the poor woman who was counseling us that day, she she started with the question, "So, what are you hoping to accomplish from this?" I don't yeah, remember right. this, yeah. and I said, "I'm I'm hoping for you to make us better, and if you could do it in an hour, that would be great." <laughs> and and yeah. I don't know if she didn't want me back or I didn't want to go back. I think yeah. you kept going, but I didn't. Yeah. yeah. Um. But so re really, I wouldn't no, say I wouldn't say anything. I went to counseling because I I did not go open um on that no. one, and, and and I I didn't feel like I I've had lots of people I could talk to. Uh, you know, when we lost Lucas, and I, I felt okay there. I felt, you know, mm -hmm. but but this one, like, I knew that this was not something that I could handle on my own. Mm -hmm. I just was beyond my own possibilities. Yeah. Um, I still went into the whole sabbatical time off with a really um, kind of ridiculous work ethic. Like I, <laughs> I had this re re regime schedule that I was mm -hmm. determined to to do. And, uh, and, and, you know, that's, I think there's something deeper there when we get into the counseling piece, but mm -hmm. it was just, you know, I, I had to accomplish still, yes. I had to produce, yeah. I had to prove, yeah. um, you know, you and so, write a book at the, oh, I was I probably going to write 10 books. I mean, I, I you know, I, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I, I had yeah. all these churches I was going to visit oh, yeah. and I had yeah. conversations lined up and mm -hmm. I was taking notes every week and sending them out to people. And, you know, I was doing, you know, and, and, and yeah. And and mm. the, the wow, it just it sounds so ridiculous looking back, but it was yeah. definitely it's definitely part of my makeup. Yeah, I think it's a part of what led to um, feeling this way, overwhelmed, mm -hmm. depressed, ang anxious. Not so much because of the work itself but or the workload, but because of the value that I was looking to get mm -hmm. in my deepest part of my mm -hmm. being through through that. Yeah, the reason you were doing the work. Yeah, it, you weren't doing the work because you know, although. It is your passion. You're in your you're yep. in your the zone as far as what you do um, for work, but but all those things that you were choosing to do were not because you were so passionate about them. It was because you were trying to trying to somehow achieve yeah. something yeah. for some other reason. Yeah, yeah, no, exactly. And and I didn't even know, you know, mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. And and mm -hmm. what could anyone do around me? But but probably. Once in a while, I'll say you know, you know, you're allowed to take a rest here too. Mm -hmm. That's part of what this is, yes. and probably smile at mm -hmm. Jamie's being Jamie, and <laughs> you know. But I, but I, I do, I do remember um, going to counseling, and uh, I went, I went for a number of weeks in a row. Mm -hmm. um, uh, just a, a wonderful Christian counselor, a beautiful, beautiful man. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, Ed Heidi, mm -hmm. just a, just a great, great guy, and uh, he was so good with me, and and. And it was very helpful. So I, I would highly recommend counseling uh, if you're in a situation where you have got to a point where, yeah, you're, you're depressed, you're anxious, you're living in a way that you're not healthy mm -hmm. and you need help. Don't don't be afraid to get help. 
Um, yeah. You know, this is from a guy that that was afraid to get help. <laughs> uh, it was great. He, I can talk as you know, like I, you know, I I, I like to talk. But do you? But so. Do you really? <laughs> <laughs> but he asked the right questions. Yeah. To get me to talk about the, about right, the things. right things. Yeah. And and in his wisdom, whatever he was hearing, he knew that Katrina, um, that I needed Katrina to be there for one of the sessions. Mm -hmm. And so. <laughs> oh, I came. This was a this was a game changer. This was a life changer. I re I remember it. I just remember it so clearly. Mm -hmm. I remember him saying to me what we just said a few minutes ago mm -hmm. and what I needed to hear and probably continued the need to hear. A and that is you will never find in Katrina's approval or in anyone else what's going to fill that hole that's deep within you. Only God can fill that hole. Mm -hmm. And and it was just so, so bang on. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's nothing to, to live into that. Um, you know, we were talking earlier about when we when we sing about God's love. Uh, I was saying to Katrina that you're saying to you the, the song Do It Again. Right. Just, what's that line I was mentioning to you yeah. I heard just this morning? Jesus is still enough. Keep me within your love. Yeah, Jesus is still enough. Keep me within your love. Mm -hmm. And that when we talk about being loved by God, um, that that is what fills that mm -hmm. hole um, where we don't need to earn yeah. it. We don't need to um, work for approval. You know, it's not about our latest accomplishment, good or bad. Yeah. Like we are, we are just loved, and humanly, we 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 can and try to love each other in that in that, that kind right. of way. But there's a but there's this deeper yeah deeper love of God and and being able to acknowledge that or to know that or to to be open to that. I guess um, definitely, I think about you know, people that I've met or know who maybe have gone through a depression or anxiety, a season. Mm -hmm. And even if they are not typically churchgoers, um, you can tell that there is a, a longing for something mm. to that until, and then there's an openness to, to just reaching beyond our beyond this world beyond mm -hmm. ourselves and because because that ain't cutting it mm -hmm. and you kind of get to a point where you see that there's there's something more and god can fill that and it's just this we don't even believe maybe necessarily that 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 can happen but allowing god and opening up to it to have that wash over you mm. and and just you know, to take that burden, mm -hmm. you know, there's so many wonderful passages and that just talk about lifting the burden and let me, let me carry it. Let mm. God give it to God because we try and carry those things and it just buries us. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we see that happen. And when you, when you make that shift or if you open up to God, like you did and, you know, started to, I mean, it's not instant, yeah. right. But it's that, that that conversation in your head yeah that allows you to to stop taking the burden on yourself mm -hmm. and to leave it with god mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah yeah it, lighten it, the load it kind of it frees you and and i yeah, think you're right like exactly. it wasn't a qu quick fix that's another thing like like right like there was no quick fix with this no and and uh 
really want to name that and be clear on that. that. Oh yeah, of course <laughs> I did. You know, yeah, yeah. I mean, I definitely, definitely expected. I'm if I'm off for three months or two and a half months or whatever it was, like I better be better at the end of this. <laughs> and of course, that's not the way this rolled. No. I I was healthier than when I started. For sure, mm -hmm. um, I'd, I'd had a break, I'd had a rest, I'd, I'd stopped. I needed to stop. You know, sometimes you just got to press the pause button, and this was a way for me to press the pause button. Um, but that that spiritual lesson isn't that amazing? Like here I am, I'm in the ministry. Yeah. I talk about these things, and, right. and and I still needed to experience it in a new and different way. And so that I think set me up for a continued deepening of my relationship with God that continues to this day. Mm -hmm. And every morning when I spend time with God before the day begins, I, I, I've named it as a lifeline for me. It, it changes everything because I can wake up um, still, mm -hmm. you know, feeling overwhelmed, feeling like, oh my goodness, this mountain is too much for me. Well, guess what? It is too much for you, mm -hmm. says, but I'm going to move it for you or we're going to move it together. Mm -hmm. And that's that sense of God being yeah. with us, not alone. And there really is a resourcing of the Holy Spirit. Ryan talked about it in the service today. Mm -hmm. um, hope people check it out if you haven't seen it. But man, he, he Ryan Budai working at the at the hospital on the mental health area in the mental health area with children and youth, and just how the Holy Spirit enables him to do his job in a different right. way, not with frustration or even bitterness sometimes at how hard it can be, mm -hmm. but with a a love that's beyond himself and. I think for me, that's a daily experience of what, of what I was reminded of um, uh, from Ed Heidi in, right. in, in his office um, mm -hmm. all those years, all those years ago. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So as we uh, as as we think about it, looking back, um, what what did you see through that time that that I was off? Um, and like I said, it wasn't a quick fix. So I, right. I knew when I came back that I wasn't, that I wasn't all better, that it wasn't over, but I felt like I had received enough that I could get back into, into regular life mm -hmm. and, and still be okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think, I think the time gave you perspective then and, and being able to reflect and go to counseling and have conversations specifically about, you know, why, why you may have got to the point you got to, um, was really important. And so I think, I mean, I knew that only you could do that work mm -hmm. as well. So mm -hmm. as someone who's walking beside you, um, really, as much as I want to, I, what can I do? You have to do that work. It has to be in your heart, in your head, that things, that things change and move. Um, so, so I think I, I realized my job was to give you space. Mm. Um, I mean, you're talking 10 years ago, so the kids are little, yeah. <laughs> you know, four, four, eight and 10, you know, around that age. So it's a busy time. So, um, so yeah, I think I, I saw that you needed space and you needed that time. So I tried to do my best to give, to make that so that that was all you had to, to concentrate on. And that's mm -hmm. all you had to really, really do. And that was really important. And, um, 
Yeah. And then as things, as you went back, I mean, definitely there is a change. So it's almost like you were on this, when things get crazy like that, you can, you, you st like I can tell you're just, there's always, I got to do this and then I got to do that. And I got, I mean, okay, that's kind of like our life all the time, but this was <laughs> times mm, 10. Like, like hyper. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, so I, I mean, I saw that slow down over mm. the, over the three months and, and a better perspective on space and, you know, what was important about taking time and what kind of time to take and what kind of activities to do, um, that were just, you know, talk about the idea of Sabbath and, yeah. and, uh, and having those spaces and yeah. and realizing that every moment didn't have to be filled with accomplishing something. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. So yeah, hundred percent. That was really important. Yeah. Let's yeah. talk a bit about that. Um, because I think people could be listening and okay, oh, recognize the signs. Um, maybe I'm not well. Mm -hmm. Um, not feeling hundred percent. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. Whether it be tingles or waking up anxious or not mm -hmm. wanting to go to bed or lack of confidence in a, in a exponential kind of way, whatever it might be. But then what, what, what do I do? Like, how do I, and, and I, I just wanted to be clear, like, I was, I was, it was a gift for me to have that time right. off. And, and obviously people can get that in other ways um, if they're really not well, for, for sure. Yeah. But you, you may not be at a point where you either need that kind of length of time or either, either, either or can take that length of time. Mm -hmm. But what are some things that we can do just to take care of ourselves and, and to be healthy. Um, and even ones that, as you talk about rest, that, that God would encourage us to, God who does love us mm -hmm. and care for us mm -hmm. and wants us to be healthy. Um, that power of rest and, mm -hmm. yeah, and Sabbath. Sabbath is really, really... And that's a rhythm that has been such a blessing, eh, in our, yeah. in our house and is for me to this day. Like right. that would be, how do I manage? How do we manage? That would be one of the ways mm -hmm. I think that, that I manage my life these days in a way that does help keep me healthy, mm -hmm. even if a week is stressful or, hey, let's face it, anxiety can come when whatever, there's too much uh, or there's too much stress. Oh, or, yeah. And right now, again, COVID is, and it's yeah, so easy I, not to take Sabbath because we think we're not leaving the house, but it's more important than ever. I would say that, I mean, you talk about experiencing anxiety, I, definitely over COVID, I, you know, I experienced my own anxiety because I've the beginning of it was was just there was it was so crazy like the what was happening to our world it was like wait a minute this was a movie they made a movie about this scenario years ago you know when i was in high school and um and this this can't be real so mm. i mean i certainly experienced those feelings of anxiety and it took you know took me a while to say oh I think that's what that is, this tightness in my chest. And it's like, cause I used to, <laughs> I initially thought, oh, am I getting sick? But no, no, this was, that's yeah. what it was. And so, so yeah, we can be experiencing those things in, in maybe big or small ways. And um, I think that it, it is very important to be able to say, I need, I need rest. And whether that be taking, a, taking time off to say, I I need to, yeah. if I can, and that it might just be a week. It might be a couple of weeks. Um, but even in the rhythm yeah. of a week, yeah, exactly. having that time and that's what the Sabbath for us, um, definitely it is. And it's, you know, it's funny because, you know, 
so Sabbath Sunday is the Sabbath, but obviously <laughs> for our family, that has never been the case. Um, Sunday's a work day, so you have to put it in somewhere else. Yeah. And so it was important to, to build it in. And that definitely has been a, a good thing, um, for, for us as a family and looking to fill that Sabbath, like picking a time period of time, yeah. be it 24 hours, or even if it's, you know, 12 hours mm -hmm. or six hours, an evening, a half day, whatever, whatever it might start be. somewhere. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah. I think just doing some other activity, something yeah. that is just purely enjoyable yeah. for you and, and life and energy yeah. giving. And it's amazing, even just for a couple of hours, you know, how mm. that can, can fill, fill you mm -hmm. and just take your brain and just upset the rhythm of what might be causing the anxiety. Yeah. You know, you yeah. got to break into that and, and, you know, and that could be all kinds of things, gardening or walking or, uh, and those things take a little bit of time, but it's such an important time. Yeah. 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 And I mean, to have the rest. Absolutely. I mean, you think spiritually, um, from a biblical perspective, like mm -hmm. the, the Sabbath yeah. really was God's way of saying, hey, rest on the seventh day. That's, mm -hmm. that's this great, amazing, you know, creation story. Sure. At the heart of that part is simply, I think, saying we need to stop sometimes mm -hmm. and and weekly we need to have a stop a pause and that's been the gift of the sabbath i think for us where mm -hmm. it's not the same and yeah i agree whatever like it's not about being legalistic or rule because i know some people have bad experience about hey you know when i was a kid and sunday or sabbath right. you couldn't play cards or dance. like we're not talking about that kind of thing we're just no. about make it make life stop because otherwise and i think we were we were in that actually then and it, we as a family but mm -hmm. but and me in particular mm -hmm. um but there was just never any stop. Like one day just ran into the next. Mm -hmm. There was always work or things happening. Mm -hmm. um, email was happening every day, uh, you know, and and so setting boundaries and, and putting that rhythm in has been so helpful. So, you know, as you know, for me these days, <laughs> Friday comes and and I, I have kind of like a dead stop at, at Friday at two o'clock and, and that's in my calendar, it has nap. <laughs> Starts with a nap. And every Friday at two o'clock, I have rest, a nap. Literally. If I don't, it's 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 the rare occasion, and that that would be a very yeah. But yeah. But ninety five percent of the time, that's what happens, and that mm -hmm. kind of starts the Sabbath. And for us, Friday evening, Friday afternoon, evening, um, Saturday morning, mm -hmm. it's just very different. And and I think it almost doesn't matter what activity or if there is an activity, it's just different. It's not the same as the rest of the week. Right. And and you could just see where, it, like, there's a rhythm where I can feel it coming. As Thursday comes to a close and Friday, like, I, I just, I'm feeling different. It's a time just to let everything go. And I think, mm -hmm. I know, um, read a great book that helped us with this. Yeah. Um, back around the time that this was all yeah, happening. Yeah, I think it was. I was asking hey, where, how's God at work? Well, I, I don't know, but God is. Like, it was, so by Marcus Buckingham, and it was called Restoring Your Soul, um, I think it was called The Rest of God. The, rest, was the, title. Of God. the rest of God is a title, but it was the catch line that caught me. And you can imagine why. If I'm feeling like this and experiencing this heaviness and that I wasn't even able to name or wanted to name, but anyway, the rest of God, restoring your soul by restoring the Sabbath. And it's like, ah, I don't even, haven't thought much about what the Sabbath would mean for us, but I know I need to have my soul restored. And that mm -hmm. kind of led us to read this book and a conversation said, Hey, we need to mm -hmm. implement this in our, in our lives. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Yeah. I would say for me these days too, part of managing that is to have a stop at the end of the day. And, um, 
you know, not to go into all the details, but the work that, that I've done with, with Michael Hyatt and, and uh, as a coach and just having um, an, an end-of-day ritual mm-hmm. as far as end-of-workday ritual mm-hmm. that includes cleaning up my email as best I can and then being done for the day. Yes. Is it five? Is it six? doesn't matter about whatever time that happens, then I'm done for the day. Mm-hmm. Whereas I used to do email and catch up every every night. And, and, and Yeah, I'm pretty sure I told you that stuff. I know. <laughs> I know. You, yeah. you, Aren't sorry, you done Katrina yet? Katrina and Michael Hyatt um, have <laughs> yeah. helped me. Yeah, because you, I mean, Katrina's line was, your line was always, always, um, you know, the day used to, yeah, it used, it used to have an end because yeah. you couldn't carry your computer with you and bring yeah. it home and have it on your phone. So you'd yeah. like shut your computer down at your desk yeah. and you would have to leave yeah. and it would be over until you got back in the morning. Yeah. So definitely that has been so good. It's harder right? to manage. Yeah. It's harder to manage in this in this yeah. age of of constant communication. And and so yeah, we we all have to figure out how to how to manage that. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, because if it never ends, it just it never ends. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that can be an anxious place yeah. to be. And yeah, that's it's been very. Yeah, powerful. I mean, how many people would think, you know, wasn't that the greatest couple hours of my life when my phone died and I and no one could call <laughs> me and I couldn't get any messages and I couldn't look at it because it was dead and <laughs> so it was a couple hours before you know, we're totally separate. You know, I think separating uh, separating ourselves that's yeah. that's an important thing these days, like yeah. in terms of of rest, and that would be. You know something to consider <laughs> yeah yeah exactly exactly i mean it's hard to have this conversation today and not um think or talk a bit about my dad mm-hmm. and and uh, um i i know i've i've shared it publicly before um and my dad is quite open to sharing this but he mm-hmm. went through a very serious depression when when he yeah. was in the middle of season of his life mm-hmm. and um yeah it was it was serious it was heavy it was hard but he's been so open to talk about it. And I think, I think, I don't think I realized how helpful that was when I was in the midst of not only struggling, but not knowing what I was struggling with. Right. And then even more so when I realized, oh, I think this is, this isn't just a little funk. This is, you know, that D word. <laughs> <laughs> Say it. <laughs> this is a depression. Yeah. I'm not well. But knowing that my dad had experienced that and, and, um, I'd come out okay. Yeah. Um, also knowing that I could talk to him about it and he really understood. Mm-hmm. And I remember he had a book um, that just really struck me. I, I don't know that I ever read it, but it was it was the, on the shelf at their house and it was it was called Feeling Good. <laughs> <laughs> and I was so far away from feeling good that I didn't even think I, I had a right to read that book. <laughs> but I remember that's what I want. I just want to feel yeah. good. And I, I just remember many conversations with my dad, um, and and still have that that helped me um, kind of ride this one out. From a lunch in uh, in Clifford, where my parents, close to where my parents live, where I was reminded from them how deeply they love me, and mm-hmm. it was just at the right time in the right way, and it just reminded me of God's love in a way that 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 just brought healing and strength. Mm-hmm. to uh, a scripture that that dad uh, shared with me that was always a piece of of his uh finding strength each day especially when he was maybe in in a season where yeah, yeah he was working hard and 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 challenged to to manage his mm-hmm. how, how he was doing and that was uh, philippians 4 13 i can do all things 
through Christ who strengthens mm-hmm. me. And I just remember him saying he would drive up Blue Heron Drive where we live in Oshawa. <laughs> Every day when he drove out, he would repeat that scripture to him. And I think these are also um, tools that can help us just to, just to mm-hmm. draw those anchors of faith yeah. to be reminded of, of Christ's spirit and strength, mm-hmm. uh, bringing healing yep. and resourcing us beyond what we can mm-hmm. on our own. Yeah, kind of coming back to spiritual practices. Yeah. That's probably why we say as followers of Jesus, we try to encourage people to take time with God each day to start mm-hmm. the day that way, do a devotion, read some scripture, um, just get something going yeah. inside of you that's beyond your yeah own and then needs. you have these phrases in your in your mind things like you know don't be anxious about anything mm. <laughs> you mm-hmm. know but bring it to me mm-hmm. you know in prayer and petition and so yeah to have to have those come into your mind during seasons and times of depression anxiety are are a gift and and those don't come from from other places, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, I think I feel like that's, you know, it, again, that's the reaching beyond mm-hmm. what mm-hmm. what the world can offer, God can offer something much more, and take the burden mm-hmm. from from us, yeah. and and it's not instantly, but it's over time um, that you have those ty- types of phrases come to your mind. Mm-hmm spending time with God and having some of those scripture passages that will come back at the right moment. Yeah. yeah. God can do that. And that's why, um, maybe we'll close with this, but that's why I'm so glad, um, proud that, that as a church at NBC, mm-hmm. we've made this one of our, just a major ministry for right. us. Yeah. Um, and, uh, we'll share more next week on, on how that's come to be as we have Mary Jacobs join us mm-hmm. here for the podcast because uh, she's been been very much a part of it, as, right. as so have a number of other people. But 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 that faith part that we can bring, you know, in addition mm-hmm. to the resources, is, is is really I think a gift that we can offer people. Mm-hmm. Um, the power of prayer, and and I know our our team is constantly sending out scripture verses that, that can help people when they're mm-hmm. in in feeling this way. Like you said, it it can it can make all the difference. Yeah. Um. In in how you feel as you go into a day. Yeah, yeah and even just that time in prayer and being connected to people who, who will pray for you and to know that someone's praying for you when you have an opportunity to, to share that, you know, I'm, I'm feeling, I'm feeling depressed and I'm and anxious. And if you're in a space where you can share that with someone Mm -hmm. who says, you know what, I'll, I'll be praying for you. That can be huge. Absolutely. That can be huge for someone to know that yeah. because again, it just hopefully adds to that feeling of not being alone. Exactly. We say you're not alone. God is with you. That can be a way that someone will mm-hmm. experience that. Mm-hmm. I, 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 you know, I had a friend that was sending me a text pretty much every day in that, in mm-hmm. that really difficult season, mm-hmm. uh, a note of encouragement. And it was just, you know, to be remembered, to be thought of, to be encouraged. Yeah. You're not alone. Yep. Yeah. And you just feel God's love and power through that. So mm-hmm. We pray, we hope that <laughs> wherever you're at, Maybe you're supporting someone. Maybe you've experienced yeah. this or are experiencing now yourself um, that you would feel that that love, that power of God to, to be with you um, through this and know mm-hmm. that you know that you are not alone. So I think maybe that's a good place for us to end today. To know that you are not alone. One of the ways you can know that or share that is by sharing this with somebody <laughs> who you care about, who, for whom maybe today is the day that just hearing this podcast would help them, would bless mm-hmm. them as they work through their own um, depression and anxiety, but we can name it, we can talk about it, um, 
and, uh, and we can move hopefully move move beyond it yeah absolutely <laughs> through it live with it yep absolutely mm -hmm. so thanks katrina for joining us today oh, well, on the good news podcast <laughs> thanks everybody for being with us god bless you and have a great day well thanks everyone e even for me reviewing that reflecting on that it, it, it amazes me to see the many ways that god was at work even and especially through those challenging times so if that's the case for you these days that's my prayer that's our prayer that god would find you there and bring you out and know you would know that you are not alone, whatever it is that you're facing. Well, next week, I can't wait for this one. We're bringing back a conversation with a good friend of mine named Jim Christian. Jim lost 80 pounds over the course of about three years. Yes, 80 pounds. Like that's a, that's a whole body. That's a whole person. He is a transformed person, a new person, not only physically, but you'll get to hear how his faith was very much at the heart of that. Hope you can join us next week. Thanks, friends, for being a part of the Good News podcast family. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram, Good News with Jamie Holton. God bless you. Have a great day.